0: Hi, uh, Just wanted to say thank you for a great episode about being on top of your game. Um, certainly seems to be true that uh, happiness is very much attached to uh, gratitude and um, appreciation. Uh, but I do think that, um, you know, there's an element of acceptance that needs to be included there, you know, and that means kind of accepting the parts of ourselves that we may not be quite so proud of. And uh, I want to probably explore that on my own episode. Uh, So this isn't just praise for your show. It's a shameless plug for mine. Um, Not looking forward to the end of another season, though. And, uh, you know, don't be away too long. Take care. Bye. sorry you lost your Friday game and not until September oh my god that's a, that is a long way to go Tim usually takes a break in the summer from his gaming I think he's taking his in August but maybe you can get a pickup game online or something hopefully that can work as for the recording of the long thing I think do it I think do it, and people who want to listen to it will listen to it, and people who don't won't, and people who want to fast-forward it or do it, like, three times fast will. I mean, why, what is the harm in releasing it? I That's my two cents, and I'm sticking to it. with Scout. Shay, Andy here. Or well, I guess I probably need a better um, handle than just being called Andy, so Shandy Andy, it's going to be from now on. Anyway, um, fudged dice roll. Has to be. Gaming with teenagers, a 1 to 10, and you roll a 9. That's fudged. What would you have done if you'd have rolled a 1? Anyway, just wanted to say, uh, really enjoyed the gaming with teenagers. As you uh, know, my, I've got two boys. My eldest is 10 now, so coming up to that sort of age, I have tried role-playing with him few times and we sort of enjoyed it without it you know really grabbing him so i think there's some useful tips there which i'm going to um apply to the game with him
1: well it's sunday morning and um i'm settling down to do a little bit more Gertz learning really i um i definitely have the guys next friday it seems we have three players um have ian and andy are all available don't know what we're doing per se but a big part of me is tempted to run a one-off scenario using gurps as a, a game system and just to sort of get a, a feel for it uh with players main thing today though is i wanted to like do a little bit of self-play i wanted to do a little bit of practice get my head around a few things on how things work in the game and kind of slip my head into gm mode and um Part of that, as part of me wants to also test out the firearms um, rules and also some of the more detailed combat rules. So, whilst I've done basic combat, I'd like to sort of add in the hit location stuff, which is really important to me as a pl- as a player in GM. I I like that level of detail, which I know many listeners <laughs> won't. But there you go. Um, what I've been impressed with so far is how relatively simple the core game is, and um, of course the issue is producing. Um, adventures which um, kind of maximise and use those rules so I think what I need to do is I actually do need to start writing and um, coming up with some ideas so am gonna fiddle around today see what I can see what I can do I might do a bit of um solo I don't know um as it stands I've just finished doing sort of shopping with Deb got back and got a few hours and I think I just want to pingle about really so that's where I'm up to It's Sunday afternoon, and frankly, I'm just vacillating about what to do for Friday, and completely paralysed, really. And I'm going to sound like, I feel like a whiny little git. On the one hand, I know that my guys, my players, at least Andy and Ian want to play a fantasy game from September. And we agreed we're going to play Carlson Crusades, and, you know, that's cool. Except that's not what I want to play right now. That's not what I want to do right now. And I kind of know that that's six weeks away. And there's plenty of time for me to get with that program. But at heart, that's not what I want to do. I've got this bonus game on Friday. I've got Ian, Andy, and Dave. And all of them want to have a one shot game. And, you know, there's a big part of me could just pull out a black hack or something and just run something. But I don't want to do that. I just don't want to do it. And I'm kind of sick and tired of doing what I don't want to do. And I sound so selfish. And it's just awful, really. (laughs) I feel awful. I just feel really selfish. What I really want to do is something different. Um, Obviously, the game I really want to play is a multi-genre game. But before I can get there, I kind of have to, I don't know, I have to learn how to play some genre. (laughs) And the genre I keep coming back to over and over right now that I want to play is a kind of post-apocalyptic game. I've kind of got, I've got GURPS after the, after the end. Um, It's just kind of a genre book for doing games in a post-apocalyptic world and um, it's cool, it's fun also I really want to play the Monster Hunters game and I really want to play the action game as well actually which is kind of cinematic movie stuff and I do want to play Dungeon Fantasy but I want to kind of mash them up and I know I've got to learn this game and so I'm just sort of paralysed right now I don't know what to do It occurs to me that the simplest thing might be to do a kind of mesh, post-apocalyptic dungeon crawl. (laughs) That to learn the game, maybe it's good to have characters you don't have a lot in the way of firearms, or very limited firearms. But just to have that option in there and to try it out, and um, post-apoc works for that. I don't know. What I do know is that I'm sitting here and doing nothing right now, and that, ladies and gentlemen, sucks. I've got to do something. Hey guys, it's Monday morning and uh, I just feel like an element of sanity has returned. (laughs) Yesterday was so unproductive. I spent an awful lot of time pingling around various books um, for the GURPS game system, but I didn't really create anything or or get anywhere. Um, That being said, there's a really rather nice, cool little um, encounter, pre-written encounter, um, the um, Pagoda of Worlds, I think it's called, which I'm kind of vaguely tempted to read and, and run on Friday. But actually, sanity in the sense of kind of thinking about carefully, actually, about what I want to spend my time on creating. And um, whilst I don't want a standard fantastic realm, fantasy is easy, isn't it? And um, straightforward for me to produce and start with. So it seems to me that um, I probably ought to sit around that. And when you add to the fact that, to the fact that, um, at least two of my three players are really into fancy. I know one of them really isn't, though. Um, but as the two of them are, it, you know, again, it kind of... Am I compromising again? I don't know. I just feel like... Though I guess the lazy chip has kicked in. <laughs> I feel like I'm worried about how much time I'm going to spend on creating shit that nobody actually really wants to play. Um, people keep saying to me, yeah, what well, a creative act in itself, that's fun, and you can enjoy that, and that's true. However, I don't want to just have stacks of stuff that I'm never going to use, so I need, do need to find a way of, you know, balancing these two, stri- these two elements out. But anyway, um, sanity, in the sense that I am floundering less this morning, and I am... Thoughtful, really. I was actually listening to uh, Tim got the his Manor, starting to talk about... He's doing a sort of a podcast where he's writing an adventure or doing a dungeon. And he just shared a few of the tomes that he's using at the start, and he reminded me that I own a lot of those. Not all of them. But I own a lot of them, and uh, these are like useful, inspirational tools that, again, I... I know, I've dabbled with, but I've never really used. I don't really invest in, and maybe I should, because... Yeah... I know, it's easier, isn't it? Less cognitive load. Anyway, I've got to go to work. Um, I'm going to let this stuff mull around my brain all day, I guess, and um, I will see you guys on the flip side. Hey there, guys. Just uh Tuesday morning. A few random thoughts, I guess. Yesterday I got a copy of the deluxe set for GURPS. It's uh, basically a leather-bound hardback um, slipbound set and um, these were made like right, when the game was first launched um, and was 15 years ago and I got a one that's near enough pristine the box has taken a slight it's got a dint in the top front but basically the actual slipcase but the books themselves are wonderful and looking at them last night are just so good to read through and look through it's such a nice tone I mean the actual hardbacks anyway for GURPS are lovely you know they're pretty they're pretty good books. Um, the early ones I had of Pages of Fallen Apart, the Barney wasn't very good, but the, the more recent printing of that was really great. And obviously to have a proper leather-bound, stitch-bound book is awesome. So that was a lovely thing last night. And then that's led me to thinking about what I love about that game. And there are a number of things, I suppose. I think the main thing is this kind of consistency in, in system... Um, One of the things that always jars with me with kind of old school games um, and the original game is this sort of variety of systems that kind of came in uh, to resolve different things. You know, I'm talking about the uh, kind of use of bonuses on a D6 roll to open a door, percentile roll for thief skills, um, the option of a roll on D20, which I never liked. I never liked the flat progression of d20 and even you know with sort of third fourth fifth edition with the roll high that's the thing that always jarred with me This sort of linear progression of die roll in which i know is so technical but yeah um the swinginess of that really bugs me and what i love is 3d6 this 3d6 roll low is there's a bell curve in there which gives an a strict you know a sort of line of probabilities and uh, a bell of probability sorry and I love that. I, if I've got a, you know, ten, eleven, twelve stat, I know I'm going to be succeeding more than if I've got a, much more than if I've got a sort of nine, eight, or seven. And um, anyway, I'm just wibbling. But that I like, and I also like the fact that oh, how do I explain this? There's just consistency throughout. Um, so everything is mapped, and but not to the degree you know. A lot of generic games, and this is my big ache with like Savage Worlds and and other games like it, is if essentially things like fireballs and lightning bolts are the same as firearms uh, in terms of what they do. And whilst I know mechanically that's simple, and I, I guess in some respects that doesn't matter, it matters to me. It bothers me that there is no real difference between those things, really. It's just the um, skinning of that, if you like. And I don't know, I I like, I think I've said this before, I like there to be a mechanical difference and justification for things. Um, And I can't explain why, really. Just about verisimilitude, I guess, and where I'm at. But anyway... So, yeah, I've been really, I've really enjoyed that. And last night I was also looking at uh, Middle Ages One, which is about early English history. You know, we're talking Saxon, Norman, and um, the high medieval period. And that was great to read as well. And it reminded me that I love, I do love, you know, history turned to fantasy. I love that feel. Um, And yeah, there's so much that I could do with that. If only I could be bothered. That made me think about Midlands, um, Glen Glen Seal's um, sort of labyrinth Lord slash old school essentials, um, compatible you know, original D&D, basic D and D, basically expert D and D compatible uh, setting, the Midlands. Um, and I thought that's because that's got so much in it that I like and makes me smile, um, and really isn't historical, but. I don't know, riffs off some stuff that I like. So I'm wondering if bringing those two things together, like bringing history and the Midlands together, might actually be quite fun. It's just a, a random thing, really. Um, I don't know. So I was thinking about what to do for Friday. Still really don't know. And a part of me is just doing this. You know, be sensible, Joey. Just do something simple and quick. You know, really light game. There's part of me that fancy digging the fancy trip out and giving them a game of that. I don't know. There's a part of me that really wants to, to get it up. There's a part of me that just wants to pull out, I don't know, maybe a fighting fantasy game or something or and just, uh, I don't know, roll some dice. But um, it's Tuesday. It's early. I've got plenty of time in a the week. There is no game tonight with the kids. So I'm on duty and and then uh, out. But um, I hope to get some time tonight to sit down and, and really start thinking about something for Friday. Anyway, i am to stop dribbling get back to work. Right, Thursday night, um, games night tomorrow night, three of the lads coming around, I'm not prepped, (laughs) after vacillating all week, uh, I I don't know, whatever, Um, what I've done, um, I was listening to Dave Aldridge talking about Numenera the other day in one of his podcasts from a few weeks ago, and I remembered what Rob from Manchester said about, you know, playing Numenera, so that's what we're going to go for. After digging out my copy of New Minera Discovery yesterday, I posted a post uh, on Twitter and had some very kind people comment, including dave um and the advice is basically to consider using the free r p g day from two thousand and eighteen the free r p g day game, um which is a complete little product it's about thirty two pages or so. It's an adventure called Ashes of the sea and um uh, apparently it's good, and so I've printed it off. And I've got a yellow highlighter pen in hand and what I intend to do is go through this now and read it and you know, basically get my head around it ready for tomorrow. I have played Numenera with the guys before. Um, I have the Numenera starter set somewhere, buried somewhere and I can't find it. Um, but I think we played the initial scenario from the starter set a while ago. Um, it's before Andy joined us. I can't remember if Dave was involved. I think he possibly was and Ian certainly was. Um and it was okay actually. it was fine. I just found as I suspect I'm going to find with this module that there was an awful lot to absorb and to run. And I also often I did feel it was a little restrictive. Um but, you know, that's the style of, it's the style of play uh, you know, this whole kind of pre written module, kind of railroady type um narrative story that I find difficult to run, um, but it's uh, Dave Rogers' idea that you know you can run this game off the cipher uh, random chart, basically, kind of with a few ideas thrown in and be quite loose. That appeals to me as an option and as a possibility. Now, obviously, I'm not going to be doing that. Um, or I could do that, I suppose, but I'm just not familiar enough with the game and the rules. I do know that I like the cypher system in principle. I like the idea of it and the way it ran. I kind of have on many occasions thought about running and using it. And again, you know, it's a great multi-genre game. Um, Numenera has been daunting to me because of the incredible amount of setting. I think the McCall book has something like 200 pages of, of setting. And um, I just find that trying to absorb someone else's universe is, is really difficult. Um But, you know, hey, it's a one-off game, completely one-off game, completely surprise game. I'm hoping the guys will be up for it, and even if they don't. I mean, I'll have a look at this today. Maybe it won't pull it off, but hopefully I will, and hopefully I'll have a good time. And, yeah, I mean, the next game I'm going to have is in September, and I have no idea what that's going to be, although I suppose it probably should be the Carlson Crusades campaign we said we would run. Um, But before then, no idea. So, here goes. I have... Higher pen and pages. Game on. I just want to capture this before I forget about it, really. So, overnight, I received a message via Patreon from um, Shandy Andy, his handy uh, games with us on Friday. He'd post a comment on, I'd post a link to the, the game I really want to play as um, uh, GURPS, and I'd done a blog post about that uh, last weekend, I think it was. And he's commented on there very positively, yeah, I'm up for that, that'd be really good. Uh, so it's nice to know one of my three players uh, is responding positively. Um, but the second thing is he then posted on to my link to that from Patreon, he's a patron, which is fantastic, thank you Andy, just saying, is this what we're playing on Friday? And I put out a sort of completely crap response this morning, which was like, well, well no, not really, because I prepped New um And then driving in this morning, it just completely struck me that... Um, I just want to, it is what I really want to play. I really want to just game with Gerps and, and and start building something. I want to build that campaign, and I want to build that kind of universe and world, and I want to do it with that game engine at least for the moment. And um, you know, I really want to learn to play that game. And it was almost like um, it's like permission, and that's what I wanted to capture because I think at the root of my, my flakiness. Is this sense that uh, I don't allow myself to do the things that most excite me. I I try to please my players. I think I've said this before. Um, When I worked for GW many, many years ago, um, they did a kind of, you know, those bogus business kind of, I don't know, sort of self-assessment, you know, character assessment type things. And, um, I've always been a little spurious of them, although there is obviously some value. And I remember being labelled as uh, a be-strong, be-liked kind of person. And what that meant was, the be-strong bit is that I don't like to ask for help. And I guess that's broadly true, probably less true now than it was then. And the be-liked bit is I, I want to be liked by people, it's important to me. And um, I don't like it when I feel like someone doesn't like me. And again, that's true, probably more true um, than I perhaps want to admit and whatever. Point is, as a GM, and I mean, this is where I kinda, it kind of, there is some truth in this because it kind of hits me that um, first of all, I want to do what the guys want me to, I kind of want to be liked by them. And um problem is it's self-destructive because you do things for other people, but you you end up kind of, less enthusiastic or less keen because it's not what you want to do you know it's not really your heart's not truly in it and it requires a lot of honesty to say i'm just not really interested in that um and I'm, i'm i'm not good at that i'm just not good at sitting down in front of my friends ian dave andy in the past pete and others and saying yeah guys i know that's what you enjoy but i don't and um I think it's taken me a very long while to get here. And the James Journal, in lots of ways, is is a way for me to, you know, slowly explore my gaming psyche and figure this this stuff out. But, um, yeah, this morning I kind of realised that a while ago I was saying it doesn't really matter what game I play, you know, I'm not really too bothered about the game system. I've realised that it's the game structure and it's the world that's more interesting and And that is true, but it's not really the whole truth, because the game does matter. And um, there's some things that I really like to have in my gaming. I remember talking to Rod Leary, you know, a real um, big thing for him is a game has to have hit locations in combat, and armour by location is really important to him. And that's why Mithras appeals to both of us, because he has those things. So does GURPS. I like bell curves. Um, I like the surety of if I've got a skill that falls higher or towards the middle of the bell curve or just far right of it, then I know I've got a consistent basis. My skill is consistently good. D one hundred systems are okay uh, because they, you know, especially if you have higher percentages, you kind of know that you instinctively what you've got there. But um, flat D20 games have always been, that's been the biggest thing for me. That I, subconsciously, I think, more than anything, that I don't enjoy. And I find, you know, it's why I've always enjoyed 2D6 or 3D6. I also like D6s, and I don't know what this is, but I'll, the polyhedrals, don't get me wrong, fine, but I just find the simplicity of D6 dice rolling appealing on an aesthetic level. You know, there's nothing really logical about it. I just feel that way. GURPS has that, it uses D6 and, it, you know, it has that bell curve. It. And there's so many other things, a level of detail, a level of crunch, if you like, that I like. And um, that probably means, I, you know, I always fear that it means I'm going to end up with no one at the table because nobody else likes that stuff. When Andy says on his, po- his post to my blog, replying to my blog saying, hey, I really loved playing GURPS back in the 90s and, you know, I'm kind of up for that. it was like, huh. Wow. Um, and we've played a bit before, and we kind of enjoyed the games we've played, and it's been alright. The problem, of course, is character creation, and limiting all the options, and there's a lot of GM upfront work there. And in the past, I've kind of, the be strong part of me has gone in a way, the, the bit that kind of struggles with that. And I think I'm going to have to talk to my players about what I really want, and what I'm really building here. And I have to be able to say no. <laughs> um, I have to be able to say no to a few things, as well as a list or a lot of things. Um, so anyway, I wanted to get this out and down. I don't know what I'm going to do tonight. I might just actually pull some pre-gens from the dungeon fantasy RPG and do a five-room dungeon and be done with it. I'm really tempted to. But hey, I've got Luminaera on the back burner too. So oh my god, how conflicted am I this week? But I'm hoping this makes some sense. Um, probably doesn't. Crikey, isn't this bizarre? Like this whole kind of psychological expose. I feel pretty exposed. <laughs> All right, it's game tonight, but first it's work. Okay, Friday night, about 6.40, guy's going to be here in about 10-15 minutes and it's Dungeon fantasy role-playing game in front of me and I can't even remember if we've played the introductory module, but hey, if I can run it, I'm gonna. I'm sure I've played it with the kids at school, I know I've played it with the kids at school, I just can't remember if we played it here. Now this nagging thing we might start started to play it here, I can't remember. So anyway. There is a follow up adventure that's already pre-written. So either way, I guess I've got an adventure, but um wow. It's printed off the pre-generated characters from Adventurers to Go, or Delvers to Go, I think it's called. And yeah, the D- Dungeon Fantasy it is. And I just really hope that guys don't kind of freak out. Cause frankly, it's really nerve wracking. But you know, go with your gut, huh? Hey, on. Well, guys have just left. It's um, around about 11, before 11 o'clock on Friday night. Um, We played GURPS Dungeon Fantasy, or the Dungeon Fantasy role playing game, more precisely, which is powered by GURPS. And I ran I Smell a Rat, or the beginnings of it, It it's an adventure, which turns out we hadn't played. And we had a good time, really good time. What was really telling is uh, at the end, my friend Ian, who um, is a real D&D, sort of diehard, kind of goes, uh, you know what, Jay, if you want to play that game rather than Carlson Crusades in September, I'll be happy. Which was probably my biggest worry. Um, that the guys, you know, they wouldn't want to play this game. Um, and it turns out that they all quite like it. And here's the funny thing as well. Uh, two weeks' time, 2nd of August, they want to play again. Um, we hadn't planned a game until September, and the guys have just said... Actually, we're we're free. Are you free? Am I free? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, can we game again? Can we f- do a bit more or less? I mean, what greater um, compliment can a GM receive than the guys asking to set up another game off the back of the session that you've just run? So I'm I'm tired. I'm really tired, um, but I'm really chuffed. Um, There was an awful lot of page flipping tonight because um, I was sort of under-prepped really, I suppose, and I haven't run the game for a while, and we were checking a lot of things up. But actually, my guys are really patient with that kind of thing, um, and it was lovely. And um, some really good moments. Uh, The Holy Warrior charging into the temple a little bit impetuously and facing the uh, Peshkali, which is that kind of snake-like woman thing with six arms. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and facing six attacks with scimitars uh, didn't stay up very long um, didn't kill him, but it was it was fun it was good they went down actually they, the other guys kind of piling up the tunnel to get to rescue this uh, guy, this impetuous guy and they're kind of piling out the crossbow bolts getting in there with the sword uh, meow meow the catwoman swashbuckler in there with her um, rapier making um sort of multiple also called rapid attack that's the effect yeah awesome stuff just really great good fun and um really good product as well you know these a really nicely presented books you've got a series of small sort of um they're not quite 85 uh they're a little bit bigger than american size i can't remember what it's called digest size or something um those little books are great and um yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Everything's beautifully presented to us. New Jackson Games really done a good job on that. And um, and it introduces us to GURPS. And of course, it being GURPS, it's no problem to sort of slip other stuff into that. So, um, from other uh, genres and things. So, yeah, really excited, really interested. And um, just need bed now. But, oh, for the guys to turn around and say, yeah, we're enjoying this. Can we play some more? That was That made my evening. Game on. That's it for another GM's Journal episode. As always, please let me know what you think and drop me an anchor voice message to share your response. My goal is to create a community of discovery about role-playing games in which you can feel accepted, whether as a player or as a game master. Come and join the conversation. In the meantime... All that's left is to wish you a fond farewell and all the best at your gaming table. My name is Che Webster, and this has been a Roleplay Rescue GM's Journal episode. See you again on the flip side. Game on!